Looks like there's gonna be a brawl. You playing something good? Hell yeah! Rolling Stones, street fighting man, G. Stephon! You just hit G8. If you like Kinga Coladas, bring it out! Hey, how come you get a pool cue? Oh, are we back? I think we're Did back. Did we make it? Are we back? I think we're fucking back. Um, we're back. We're Give me something to write on. How long has it been? Has it been? It's, it's been a while. Oh, shit. That thing's even going off. Has it been it 17 months? Uh, it might have been 17 months. <laughs> 17 months in a row. Has it been 16 months? Nah, no. No. I has think it been seven, seven, it's been 17 months. It might be 17 months. It... it I think it has been 17 months in a row. Anyways, this is what, episode 11, 12 uh, of the Very Drunken Podcast? I think we're like at 17 now, or yeah, it might be like 14, I don't know, I don't I forget. Don't uh, well, either way, nonetheless, we're back. Episode number number 10 has never happened. So Just I think this is episode mind. 12. Uh, no, it's it's more... <sighs> Who knows? We, I don't know. It's either been way. 17 months, we fucking lost track. 17 months in what, a row, where we're at. and now we're back. Um, Wow. Wow, what has happened? Well, what have you been up to? In case you forgot, this is a very fucking drunken podcast. I mean, it's a very very drunken podcast, uh, for sure. Uh, I mean, you know, it... I mean, we were on a row. We were, we were producing we were, this. We were doing good for a while. And then, and then, bang, COVID hit, and we obviously don't live together. We live in different no. cities. No, And, um... That's so, why so the One Man Renegade... One Man Renegade podcast strived during the... The COVID because I was one man and man, I can do it. Did you think, but yeah. very drunken podcast needs multiple people. Yeah, and of course I am the honorable Greg B. And with me, I'm as Mr. Rated R, Mike motherfucking Fossey from the Bronx, and that's how we do it. Yeah, but the problem was uh, this. we didn't want, we didn't want to do it remote. Yeah, we, we didn't want to do, do like uh, yeah. over computer. Yeah, there was like we, we we thought about doing the whole Zoom deal, but it just like I don't know that. That seems nonsense. That's I mean, it was nonsense. I mean, you, uh, we're not drinking together. Like the point of a yeah. drunken podcast is is two friends. Well, sometimes three because lovely Jen whoever else can show has, up has, has joined us in multiple very drunken podcasts, including the first few very drunken podcasts. Yeah. Lovely Jensen and someone's in, yes. and then and then it kind of branched out into just. I mean, whatever was available at that yeah. time, but then became no one was available because you had to you know stay in. Stay inside and there you go. Yeah, quarantine. But listen, what have you done in the past twelve months? Oh man, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, n- nothing. Is that is that accurate? Um, but um, I mean, you created a YouTube channel. Well, no, but I, I mean, I started. The, well, I guess bef- yeah. So, since so, the last time we did the podcast, so, so the one man renegade, which that's which true. which I started before everything went to hell. Uh, to be fair, but then everything went to hell, and then I was like, all right, I'll keep going with this. But uh, also with the One Man Renegade. I mean, the One Man Renegade podcast is kind of how a very drunken podcast kind of... Yeah, yeah. It's ballooned from that. Yeah, ballooned from that. We've done done a few collaborations on your One Man Renegade podcast, particularly for the Oscars, and then we did a few others. I know. Which, by the way, I mean, I did my Oscar uh, thing this year, but 
I mean, and I did it last year too. I guess we'll, yeah, we, I don't know. We but, did four years in a row for the Oscars. That was that was a collab. Did, yes, that's and then true. Um, we were in Vegas. Me and the lovely last Jordan year, Vegas yeah, for last year. It didn't line up, and then this year COVID hit. Shit at the fan. I mean, and then to be, on, to be honest, like you know, normally I don't even know what you watch this year. Normally, I normally I, I watch easily at least 50, 60 movies, but like because of COVID. I don't know how much how many movies I watched. I still you know. ended up watching seventy, but a lot of them were garbage movies just because it was like well, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I good. think a lot of the studios kind of like well, like we're not. Gonna, yeah, we, we kinda that's were. true. I mean, I, I ended up watching all of the Oscar nominated movies. Although, although for me, sadly, None of them are I, really good. I think the new norm is like HBO Max and all these. Well, things. that's true too. It's gonna it's that's gonna true. be a lot more direct stream. So like, if you're home, you're gonna see the movies regardless. But for me, I kind of enjoy the nostalgia of going to a theater, getting a popcorn and a soda, and. Yeah, watching no, a movie. Yeah, and now you can even kick your seat back. It's kind of like cool going to the theaters now. Oh yeah, I mean they were making it really like cool and like they just redone all the theaters around where we are. Yeah, and then and, uh, and then boom, COVID, and then boom, and COVID, like, COVID yes. But I don't know enough doom and gloom for that. I mean, you got your YouTube channel. That's that, you know. Yeah, one man renegade podcast on YouTube. Uh, I mean, check it out. Yeah, is you, there? Is this what, what? What you focus on the cards and the cards, open up cards, and... which became a huge thing during the COVID. I don't know. You were you were, I, you were ahead of the curve. Listen, I was ahead of the curve in that. Yeah. I was definitely ahead of the curve of that, which has not been great for me because then it's like, well, now the hell, now the hell, what am I supposed to do? You definitely were ahead of the curve. I so was totally ahead all of the of a sudden. Curve I, I see people on Facebook like, does anybody have football cards? Like, I don't know. My, it my was buddy yeah, buying. it was crazy, man. Like I, I was it's, like, it's pr- 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 primarily. It was just random. It was right. Well. No, be, uh, basketball. Basketball took off. Basketball, football, baseball. Um, not so much hockey, but never really hockey ever. <laughs> unfortunately, I love hockey. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. my Bruins just lost in Game One of the Stanley Cup playoffs against the Washington Capitals, against their old chum Chara. But hey, whatever. My point is, not so much the hockey cards, but other cards. Yes, the the ba- the basketball went nuts. And then football also was similar, and then baseball has gone okay. But um, but yeah, no, it was just random. Like I was like, all right, I'm gonna start up a YouTube channel, cause why not? And then COVID, and then everyone else did the same thing. <laughs> I was like, kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Cards took off. Really? Come on. And I had this idea like a month before everyone else did. <laughs> and then in a similar trajectory. Me and the lovely Jen Tensone started a YouTube channel. Uh, we're focusing on drinking uh, and food and travel. So it's called Jennifer's Journey. So yeah, check that out if you want to. Hashtag Jennifer's Journey. I don't know, not .com, just Jennifer's Journey. <laughs> no, all .com. Just everything .com. It's fine. Um, you can figure it out. And uh, I got engaged to the lovely Jen Sensei. Oh, so you did? She will become the lovely Jen Fossil in a future episode. Maybe. So, shout out to that. No, no, maybe on that. No, no, no maybe she'll show up for a. No, oh, maybe she'll yeah, show up yeah. for an episode. I mean, maybe that's gonna happen. I mean, that's gonna happen. Maybe she'll show up on an episode. That's yeah. What I meant. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean it that way, man. I didn't mean it that way. Uh, uh what's happening? Wait, what? Oh, SNL started on TV. SNL, right but why is it starting? Oh, it just like started randomly and at ten thirty. It's ten thirty six at this podcast time. And SNL's oh, are they doing around. like a special thing? Oh, oh fuck it. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Oh, I'm by the it. way, if you're new to this, we curse. 
This isn't this isn't one where I'm renegade where it's no. PG. Keep it clean. This is rated R fucking podcast. No, it's rated R. R R R squared. What? I don't know. Um, but anyways, we just thought we'd talk about a little bit about um the hell's been going on since the last time we did an episode. All right, we so missed all twenty twenty, I think. We we skipped. Did we or did we do one beginning so of twenty? No, I didn't. don't think so. I think it was ended twenty nineteen. The last episode was twenty nineteen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So so um, I think we were talking about Pro Jam, the last episode because we were supposed to do our infamous course, episode always, ten. I was doing episode, and, we're, and ironically, we were we were gonna for that, branch right? it off to you know do it. You know, I, I guess you guys caught on to the fact that we were saving episode ten because Pro Jam's first album was ten, and we're gonna rank every Pro Jam album. And at the time, there was only ten albums, and we were, we were waiting for our buddy Murph, who since, was gonna collaborate with us. Since then, that was, that another album has dropped, and. Uh, now they have eleven albums. Yeah, now well, they have eleven does, albums. Does it count Lost Dogs or no? No, it doesn't. No, because remember, because no, we're not. No, the, literally, the last album came out right before we were supposed to go to a, a, a Pearl Jam concert. So like, that's, that's, that's why we're saving like, the episode. A, like a week before, we're supposed to go to the well, concert. I, I, at this point, we might as well just do the episode, but not well, to, not I mean, not, not this episode. No. But we're just gonna do it because when will yeah. me, you, and Merv ever meet up? I don't know, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, we were supposed to do it before we, the Pearl Jam. We had an Airbnb booked. We are going to do the episode. In New York. It was Ready to Rock and Roll, New York. Madison Square Garden was the concert. We're going to do it right before the concert. Get loud, like, go to the concert, have a great time, come back, do a very drunken podcast, and just go balls deep. And then COVID hit, and it was, like, right on the cusp. Like, we're, you know. Right on the cusp, yeah. Because it was, like, I think it was a February concert. No, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a March concert. It was the end of March. Because but... COVID hit, and, and, like, we were, you know, we were all talking to each other, like, is this concert still going to happen? Like, because New York yeah, was... Yeah, we didn't know. The the first big episode was Seattle, and we're like, oh, shit, Seattle's fucked. And Pearl Jam were kind of saying, like, oh, like you know, that's their home turf. And then all of a sudden, New York got hit. Yeah. And then we were like, uh... You know, we were all talking to each other, like, should we even go down? And, yeah, and then... And, and then, then we were like, like, well, it's Pearl Jam, and then we're like, I don't know. And, and then, then Boston got hit, like, right after that. And then, and like, like all over. of a sudden, like, all, con- all concerts <laughs> got canceled. Over. So we got an email, like, concerts are canceled. Like, oh, that made that easy. And then... We had an issue getting our money back for the Airbnb, and then that got money back, and it was, you know, 20, 2020 sucked. Still don't know what's going on with the Pearl Jam, though. Yeah, we're still waiting for that concert. We don't know. They never, they didn't, I haven't canceled the concert. And my money is still, in they still have, they still money. Could have gotten it back, could have gotten it back. Am I, am I mad at Pearl Jam? Greg, what, what, what shirt am I wearing right now? Uh, Pearl Jam. I'm not mad at Pearl Jam. I just, not I'm, not I'm ready for Pearl a fucking Jam. concert. Just, we'd like to know what's going on a little bit but i mean a concert at mess square garden regardless when it happens with pearl jam is worth just having i mean i've been to, to whatever money we might have i've been to a few concerts at msu with pearl well particularly with pearl i jam. mean and could the, i have taken all that money that i paid for the pearl jam tickets and invested in in gamestop and then made a bunch of money and then, then taken out tickets and then maybe Invested in a Dogecoin and then taking it out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe bought a bunch of NBA Top Shot cards and then sold those and then take my money out. I don't know. Who knows? It's been crazy. Are but regardless, you, are you into that shit? I'm just, I'm just saying things that have happened in the last right, fuck that since shit. we've. I'm just trying to, I don't know, fill the gaps. But, uh, fill the gaps. I'm so tired. So yeah, Greg just gave you the current events of what's current uh, events. What's hot right yeah. now? Elon Musk. Was on SNL last week and jokingly said that Dogecoin was a scam, and then everyone sold their shit. 
Everyone freaked out and told their shit. And I was like, wait, he was joking. And then everyone bought it back. And then he made a bunch of money because he bought a bunch of them himself. And it's whatever. Play. It's good. It's a pump and dump. That's what, that's what it is these days. I don't know. Whatever. Regardless. What's going on? What's happening? How are you people doing? How's everyone doing? How the fuck you mean? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I haven't done much. I I haven't cut my hair. It's really yeah, long it, now. Greg, Greg looks not, like a fucking hockey player right now. Not that you know what that looks like because you're listening to a podcast. I mean, for the, for those of you who fine. know us and are listening to podcasts, you, you will kind of know. That's fine. Well, no, I don't know if they would know because they haven't seen me. No one's seen me. I, but for you subscribers like that, but like that like that dude that said uh, Rocky Four is better than Rocky Three, and agree with me. Hey. Thank you very much, by the way. What the hell, man? It's bullshit. Rocky Four in 2021 is still better no, than Rocky Three. I, I disagree. To this day. Disagree. And disagree. St- and still, the best video game nope. theme song and video game of all time is still Streets of Rage franchise. Well, that's, that's true. And still... And Streets of Rage 4 came out. What? Which is crazy. For what system? Yeah. I mean, for all the systems. All the Did you get systems. it? I, I did. Is it good? Have I played it? No, because I just haven't. <laughs> I haven't gotten around to playing it, but I do have it. I ha- I literally have Street Rage 4 and just haven't played it. I didn't even I know apologize. It was, I didn't know it was a Street Rage 4, but you got to fill us in. I will I, at some point. I don't know. So um, what did you get it for? What system? Switch. I have it on Switch. Um, you can take it on, on the go. That's, that's, yeah, that's cool. You can. But I was busy playing, you know... Super Mario 35, which then went away, and now there's uh, Pac-Man 99, which I haven't played yet, but I don't know. I just, I've been busy watching, I've been catching up on a lot of TV shows, actually. Um, what's, your, what's your go-to right now? Right now I'm watching Supernatural. Never heard of it in my life. It, it was, a, it was a, a CW show, which somehow had 15 seasons. What? Holy shit. I'm Superman on, show? Supernatural. Oh. I just finished season six last night. It had 15 seasons and I never it heard of this fucking 15 show. 15 seasons. Oh, interesting. 15 seasons. Well, you had a lot of catalogs it, to Well, because, no, I, I put, I was like, all right, so here's what I did. During the during the pandemic, I was looking for things to watch. Movies, shows, whatever. I just made lists, literally made lists of shows I haven't watched or movies I hadn't seen. Um, and I just made lists and then I would like, well, do I want to watch a movie right now or do I watch, uh, do I want to start a TV show? And I random number generator, Google random number generator. And well, I made a list in an Excel spreadsheet, shout out to Excel, whatever, um, of the shows I hadn't watched. And just, I matched it up with the number, did a random number generator, picked the number and then watch whatever show or movie it was. And Supernatural popped up. Supernatural was the recent one to, pack, to pop up. Recently, I before that, I watched Peaky Blinders, which is a great show. Never heard of that either. Peaky Blinders, great. It's on Netflix. It's both on Netflix. I mean, uh, I don't know what it was originally on. I think, uh, I think well, Peaky Blinders, I think, was originally um, Netflix and like some British channel because it's a British show. Supernatural, I know, was on uh, the CW originally, but now it's on Netflix. But regardless, I just like, all right, fine. Peak Blinders had six seasons of ten episodes or whatever. So that, you know, that lasted me a little bit. 
But then uh, Supernatural came up, and it was like, oh, all right. Um, Supernatural, 15 seasons, like 300 episodes or whatever the fuck. I'm like, all right, this is going to take me a while. Take me a while, but hey, I'm doing it. He crushed it. Well, I'm, I'm, I just finished season six, so I'm, I got... Oh, you got, yeah, you got I, quite a bit of it. So nine more to go. That's the thing, man. Because some of the other shows I watched, it was like, oh, maybe two or three seasons, whatever. Me, me and the Catch lovely Jen are, are catching back up with Breaking Bad. Yeah, so, see, there you go. So we finished Breaking Bad years ago when, when it was on the air, and, and we're back at it. And the lovely Jen keeps pointing out, like, oh, my God, did you notice this? Did you notice this? Because, like, she's into, like, noticing shit. I don't know. I just watch the show for, for what it is, the content, but she's like, do you notice that this character always wears purple? And do you notice this pa- character's wearing yellow? And do you notice that the good and evil of this and that and the purple lighting and yellow. that? What is this, a Lakers show? I don't know. She's into like, do you notice that during the when the person's good, it's the lighting's this way, and when the person's acting evil, the lighting's this way. Like, That's what Jen does. Like, yeah, she's, that's her. Yeah. She's, she's into like... Attention, yeah focusing on shit like that and i'm just focusing on like what's going on in the show in general but she's focusing on like what the direct director's vision is like he wants to put this like this and that like you know i think she would she would have probably been good at um noticing like in the sixth sense if you ever watch the sixth sense like i don't know if you ever noticed like the doorknob was always a certain color because he was dead yeah or whatever. i mean you know like you, you had to like you know M. Night Shyamalan, whatever his Shyamalan. name is. He, he kind of did that, like, as hints that the guy was dead already, like, because before he was dead, like, it wasn't like that, but when he was dead, there was hints that he was dead so, by I him mean, placing, like, doorknobs, and the, it was the color the red, issue, I believe. The issue with uh, that movie is that someone ruined it before I even watched it, so. Oh, you didn't see it in the theaters? I didn't see it in theaters. Saw it later on. Someone ruined it for me. So you and know the whole time he was dead. I knew the whole time. Yeah, it well, sucks. It's, it's not worth it then. No, it's not. Yeah, it, it wasn't that, worth that it. cliffhanger at the end was like boom. Yeah. There's certain movies where like then Johnny Depp. There was a Johnny Depp movie, the same fucking ending. Like he was dead the whole time. Like, yeah, the um, yeah, I forget what movie that was. They, they, that whole concept got fucking yeah. Crazy I mean, afterwards, I get, but. yeah, I mean, you know, it's like it's like uh, you know, Fight Club. That's another movie like that. It's like if someone ruins what the twist is, you watch it a different way. But if you watch it one way and then you realize what happens at the end and you watch it again, you watch it a different way. But if someone tells you up front what happens... Yeah, or what, if, what if you go back to watch The Sixth Sense, notice the doorknob, yeah. like the color red. Yeah. The color red is a, is a hint of... I guess every time there's a dead person, they were in red or something like that. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I, yeah, I, I learned that years ago in like a film yeah, class. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. But um, I think it's the color red. Like the doorknob's red, like... Or every time the kid sees a ghost, like they were in something red of some sort, like uh, the girl that ended up on the OC was wearing red or something when she was puking. I don't know something mm. like that, but that's something that that you know he put in as a as an indicator, and that, that's yeah. something that Jen like the way she analyzes Breaking Bad, she probably would have noticed the Sixth Sense thing too. Well, I never noticed until somebody told me like, "Hey, yeah. did you see this? It was a film class I took." But Isn't Donnie Wahlberg in that movie? Yes, he, he fucking lost like two hundred pounds. I don't know. Uh, he's also in. Uh... He was also in Saw 2, 3, he, he, 4. He was in two, one of the, of the, one of the two, ones. 2 and 3. He was in 2, two and three. 3. Which, by the way, that is a new song. As we're talking about Chris this Rock. now, with Chris Rock, Spiral came out today. Uh, which, um, or yesterday, I guess. Um, which I, I didn't even realize was a Saw movie. And it was like, but then the commercials came on. I was like, oh. It's like the next chapter of Saw. It's a like Saw. That. I was like, wait, what? 
Chris Rock and Saw and Samuel Jackson. I was like, what the hell is this? Samuel Jackson in it too? Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. Um, he's in all those movies. He's probably going to drop like 50, 50 fuck words in that or whatever. Oh, I'm Who sure knows? he will. I was like, wait, what? This is a Saw movie? Okay. Um, I mean, he was in... I mean, that connects with M. Night Shyamalan because he was in the Mr. Glass and, and or Glass or whatever it was called based off of the sequel to Unbreakable, which... Whatever. Which was also the sequel to... Um, that other movie, which was really good. I forget Split. it, though. Split. Split. Split was yeah. great. Yeah. Until, until like, you know, he was climbing walls. It was, it was random, whatever. But, yeah. like, Split was still a great movie. Well, like, the, the thing about Split, though, and, you know, I, as much as I did like Split, I did enjoy it. I think, yeah. we, I, think I ranked it high in that... We, we talked about it at, the, at our Oscars yeah, podcast. Probably, we may have talked about this already. It was in our top five, I think. Oh, my it, top five. It, it didn't uh, make your top five. Kind of ripped off an episode of South Park. I mean, hey, it's fine. A lot of people... A lot of people have... South Park has done a lot of stuff, and a lot of people have ripped off things from South Park. But there was a specific episode of South Park that I kind of ripped off. But hey, it's fine. They did a sequel. This is, this is also the guy who, who double sequel who randomly realized that um, that uh, Lady Gaga ripped off. Oh yeah, Lady Gaga ripped off Shine Down. There's no question. There's no and question. Now, every time I hear the, the Shallow song, I, 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 no. I, I in my head, I'm going, no. boom, yeah, boom, yeah. And it's boom. from a movie, too. So it connects to the movies. Yeah, it, it, it was the well, you, shine you, down. You discovered that, and to this day, dude, nobody has said, like, you, you look it up on YouTube I, or anything. Like, dude. Nobody said, has anybody noticed that, that Shine Down got, the, ripped, like, got. When I watched that movie, I'm like, and they play that song in the movie, I was like, what the fuck? Why do I know this song? How the hell do I know this song? I, I've never seen this movie before. Never heard this song before. And I'm like, this song sounds really familiar. And I was like, wait, this is a song. This is something. I know this from something. Yep, Shine Down did the song for Expendables. It's it's the same flow. It's like... It's, da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I, I, oh, Gaga slows it down. So she, she's oh, of like... Of course. She's like, yeah. I'm on the deep end. And the guy from Shun is like, da 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 Yeah. But, you know, when she's like, like, when she picks it up, he even picks it up. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it's, a, it's, it's the, the same, same. flow. That, same. that that whole flow is the same. Yeah. And and he pointed it out. And I was like, I didn't believe him at first. And he's like, listen. Because it starts off, like, Shannon's like, it starts off, boom, yay, boom, yay, boom. Yeah, the first, like. So, like, the first part, you don't notice. You don't like, notice he, yeah. And he's like, hey, hey, you know. It's like chanting back and forth. Like, and then. When he goes, everybody else is expendable, and then he hits this chorus, you know, da, 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 it's the same flow. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. But anyways. That, you know, nobody else is pointing. I mean, out. hey, he, whatever. He, he discovered that. I was like, to this day now, and I like the song Shallow, and I, I think I ranked that movie number one that year. You did. And they won an Oscar for that song, too. But, you know. Hey. Whatever. Movie's still a great movie. But that being said, I think whoever wrote that song... Definitely was listening to Shine Down before that, and the fact that Shine Down has not sued because they would have made a lot of money. That's crazy, man. Like we we talked about this earlier, um, you know, before the podcast started about like people suing people about songs, and like uh, you know how Tom Petty sued Sam Smith about that song. Um, you know, we were talking about there's a situation where I I forget who the artist is that did a song that is it that, Verve Pipe. Well, yeah, Verve Pipe and Rolling Stones. That's too. That's true too. Which I I guess recently, 
Rolling Stones were like, hey, we're fine. We're cool. You can have the song back. And, you know, whatever. But uh, there was the... Um, there was a song that came out, you know, somewhat recently. I don't know. Maybe in the last five years. I don't, I don't remember exactly when it was. That ripped off Creep by Radiohead. But then some other people from, like, before that were like, hey, wait, Ra- Creep from Radiohead rips off our song. So it was like a... It was a double It was double like a sue. double sue. It was weird. But, I mean, there's been a ton of situations like that. I mean, I know... Led Zeppelin got ripped, got uh, sued for something, which you know. Led I mean, Zeppelin got sued for something. I don't love Led Zeppelin, and I was hoping they would get. Uh, so somebody sued guilty. somebody like fifty years later. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, oh, it was like a long time. And someone from the phone was like, "Hey, wait, you ripped us off, Led Zeppelin." You so fifty years after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it's crazy. Uh, I mean, whatever. Get thrown out. Some think, some eighty year old was like, "Ah, oh, I want my but money." But it was like, "Hey, wait a minute." Uh, but whatever. Hey, it's fine. Hey, anyways, uh, I don't know what I was originally talking about, but what were we talking about? I think we were talking about how um, we're going to rank the top five doom and gloom really? of all time. So, like, so, all right, so since we've been in the last, like, you know, year and a half-ish, uh, in this weird period of, I don't know, Doom and gloom. Doom and gloom of, of, uh. Uh, apocalypse catastrophes apocalypto um i don't know maybe it's ruined something right there uh maybe maybe maybe, i don't know i don't know i'm just saying Uh, apocalyptic situations yes with um uh dramatic with these fucking what's happening oh okay viruses and viruses and Oh my God! The world's ending. The, the end of the of world type scenarios. You know, maybe maybe there's a movie where the, it's the end Viruses. of the world as we know it pops up. Who knows? Apocalyptico. Who knows? I, don't know, I keep saying that. Plot. Yeah. So we're gonna rank so, the top mm, five. We're gonna take a break. Think about it for a minute. What what song we to pick for this break? I don't know. We'll figure something out. You'll, you'll uh, know. About, um, you'll know. How about you use some REM? It's the end of the world as we know it. Right oh, about actually the- now. Yeah. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Turn world to its own needs. Dummy, serve your own needs. Beat it up and not speak. that song guys that was amazing right it's the end of the world as we know it 
I think I think that's perfect. But for how her. do you feel? Do you how do you feel? I think that do you feel fine or do you feel? I feel fine. You feel but fine. Okay. At the same token, like that song fits. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Perfectly with like if you're gonna transition to tw- from 2019, like when 2019 ended, everybody's like, <laughs> all right, like you know whatever, and then all of a sudden this thing called COVID hit in 2020, and you're like. What well, the it's fuck COVID nineteen. It hit. It actually hit nineteen. If you know, but towards the yeah. end, like nobody really knew. What no one really knew. Up. Yeah, there was something going yeah. on in China. Nobody really knew. And then all of a sudden, like January, February, you're like, "What the fuck?" Is yeah, this China. Thing? By the way, get your shit together. You, you got the COVID, and then you're shooting rockets up that are flying out of nowhere and landing and crashing in wherever the fuck they want. <laughs> like, come on, China, get your shit together. But. Life, life will never be the same anymore. Well, that's true. That is true. So it's the end. As it, that song fits, it's the end of the world as we know it. Because like, literally, COVID hit, and it's the end of what we knew. Because everything we knew before, like going to concerts, going to see a sporting event, everything. Like you're like, fuck. You know, even right now, like it's the first time we've met up in fucking yeah, eighteen months. It's been a while. Not eighteen months. We, we we've seen each other prior to the last podcast, but it's been at least sixteen months. Yeah, we. It hasn't been 17 months. As, you know, it's been... Yeah, it's, pretty close. Whatever. Yes. The, the number 17 is very important to nah, the podcast. It might have been 17 months. Well, 17 months since the last podcast. 17 think. will come up a little bit more yeah. later on, guys. Yeah, well, fine. All right. Well, let's, but let's we're going to go to the top five Doomsday movies. Yeah, so... Like, according to us. Yeah, so like the top five movies that have like... Apocalyptic or poc, you know, so like end of the world type of situations involved and whatever. So yeah, the top five movies where shit hits the fucking yeah. fan. Yeah, I don't know how to explain exactly, but sure, there that's what I'm gonna say. Makes sense. All right, I, I you, looked it up. It was it was a category. It was a category. I looked it up because I was like, hey, am I missing anything? I should have my list because I made my list, initial list, and I'm like. I feel like I'm missing something, and I looked it up, and I was like, "All right, this is a category. Literally, it's a category. It was like, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, whatever. End of the world situation movies or whatever. Yeah. So, so my my list is not all in the world. It's just do. It's like shit hits the ceiling. So my my list will be a little bit more different different from the, the honorable ones. Well, something like that. Yeah. But whatever, I don't know. But, whatever, uh, whatever it said, whatever the purpose. But was. I'm gonna start off. Now, what's your if, if you don't mind. Yeah, it's fine. Go for it. I'm going to go with a Sly Stallone movie. Okay. So it's a movie where he used to be in charge of the EMS, or the EMTs in New York City, and he got fired for some bullshit, and then he was randomly at work. He was a taxi driver, and then shit hit the ceiling because they, was, they were driving toxic waste through the Lincoln Tunnel, and then bam, fucking toxic waste fucking explodes in the Lincoln Tunnel, and people get trapped in the fucking tunnel. And it's called Daylight. Do you remember that movie from 1996? <laughs> I, do, I do remember Daylight. And people are trapped um, in the Lincoln Tunnel, s- smelling this fucking toxic fumes and shit like that. And yeah. they're trying to figure out how to get out of the tunnel. It might have been the Holland Tunnel, but I, I don't, I'm pretty sure it was the Lincoln Tunnel. And um, it was a, it's not Sly's best movie. No. It's not his best acting performance. His, his best movie is Rocky Three, of course. It's Rocky Four. Yeah, that's, that's not But it's definitely <laughs> a decent 1996 movie. And um, it makes my list. All right, I mean that's fair. I I do remember Daylight. Um, I I I, I do remember it. I don't. I, I he I, probably I, saw it once in his life. <laughs> it was it was no Rocky Three, but hey, <laughs> it was also no 
Uh, Rambo three, but hey, that's. Or did Rambo three make I, your fucking list? Uh, no, Rambo three. That's not no, what you say. I don't know. I was I was trying when, to think of Lies to Loans movie when he when he fights the fucking no, Taliban. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it wasn't Rocky. It wasn't Rocky three or Rambo three. That's all my point was. Uh, my number five is Twenty Eight Days Later. Ooh, it's a uh, uh, it's zombie movie, but I feel like zombie movies fit in with the whole genre of doomsday type of end of the world stuff. I don't know, whatever whatever we want to call it. Um, but this this one was interesting because it, you know it was a twist on the old zombie type situation. Um, you know, it was before. It was before the whole Walking Dead thing, you know, to, to be fair. But, um, you know, it was kind of a situation where the zombies were not your normal zombies. Not your normal, like, walking dead zombies where, like, they're just, oh, they're really slow and they're dumb and blah, blah. These were, like, super fast zombies that came after you hardcore. Like, they were running at you. They were going after you. Um, uh, uh. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, uh, what's his fucking name from Peaky Blinders, which you already just mentioned earlier? No, Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. However you say it, uh, he was in it. Um, yeah, it, I thought that it, was. Is interesting. It's interesting that you say twenty eight days later because, yeah, that's actually kind of like one of my honorable mentions, which was World War Z. Yeah, okay, World War Z, yeah, that was With sort Pitt. of one I was mentioning. And, and there's actually one that came out today called, um, what the hell is it called? It was the, um, shit, there's a new movie came out today. It's going to be on Netflix next 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 week. Which, World War Z kind of like, if it's you, similar. If, it was pre-COVID, like it's, it's kind of like an extreme case of what, what happened with COVID, like how, how the fucking virus of these yeah, yeah, people turned yeah. to zombies and shit like that, but it's... It's kind of an extreme example of what COVID actually, ironically, was. And ironically, you know how, like, they were saying, like, Israel had, like, the COVID vaccine down pack? There's a scene in World War Z where Israel was, like, the first ones to have, like, the system where, like, people were, like, immune from this virus. And have you ever seen World War Z? And then, and then yeah, like, yeah, rapid yeah. fights of Israel and, like, and yeah. like mm-hmm. there's a war going on with Palestine and Israel. And, like, well, there's, like, what's happening right now, of course. But like, are always. But in that movie, like they're getting along and like, and they and they're letting the Palestinians in, and they start yeah. chanting together, and like these fucking zombies go nuts and fucking break down this walls. That movie's fucked. But anyways, Army um, of the Dead was the movie I was thinking of. Zack Snyder. Anyway, I'm gonna go today, and then Netflix next week. But whatever. Yes. Okay. My number four also has nothing really to do with um, zombies. I know what Greg just said, but um, it's Towering Inferno. Which is like a movie about doomsday in terms of like you're trapped in this fucking fiery building. Um, and it had pretty much every fucking actor in the 70s who was actually very popular. Like Paul Newman. Yeah. I don't know who else was popular in the 70s. But Just Paul Newman. That's cool. O.J. Simpson was randomly a security guard in the movie. <laughs> well, O.J., yes. I think Audrey Hepburn was in the movie. It was the 70s actors. But, yeah. you know, my grandfather loved the movie. I liked watching the movie with my grandfather. It was like... I remember, like, 50 floor. It was, like, a 100-floor building and, like, 50 floors caught fire for some reason. It was, like, an electrical fire. And, like, it was, like, how the fuck to get out of this building. It was, like, a doomsday movie, which I think was popular in the 70s. They had the Poseidon in the 70s, too, which also had, like, a bunch of actors who were really big in the 70s. But I think out of all those 70s flicks, Towering Inferno was the best. 
All right. I mean, that makes sense. That's what um, I'm going with. Uh, my number four, I'm going back to <laughs> zombies. I'm sorry, there's a lot of zombie movies, because I, I just feel like a lot of zombie movies, a lot, a lot of zombie movies are kind of similar to the end of the world kind of, kind of movies that, you know, I mean, with the virus that starts and then everything goes to shit. Sort of what happened. Um, Zombieland. I mean, it's, uh, it's a comedy. One or two. The first one. I, the second one was okay, too, but the first one, I think, was better. Um, Zombieland, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's a comedy, sure, fine. Uh, but, um, I don't know, it's just really good. It's funny. The first Zombieland I, was very good. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah, the Woody Harrelson, was pretty good, too. The, the, Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray back together again after their, uh, uh, you know, uh, Kingpin run, which, you know, amazing. Uh, but anyways, I've already mentioned that, on, I think, on the uh, on on the podcast before. But hey, you know, we got Emma Stone. Uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, uh, the Breslin girl. I, what's her I face? I don't know. Has a, has a good... The, the, also, the, Michael Michael Sarah. No, uh, the other guy. Uh, the, the dude was in the social network. Yeah, no, I was joking around. It's not Michael Sarah. It's the other guy. It's Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, but yeah, so... And it was funny because he was coming off of um, Adventureland, and then he did Zombieland, and so it was like, "Wait, is he doing all the land movies?" <laughs> but Zombieland, obviously, everyone was doing uh, their uh, name from their state, um, and the world was ending, zombies, and then they did Double Tap, the uh, the sequel, which is fine too. I like the sequel that. was decent. I did like the sequel, but um, yeah, the original. That's my number four. All right, my number three is situations. Extinction level event, aka deep impact, aka <laughs> you know, there's a fucking asteroid coming your direction. It's one of two movies that came out I in mean, the same year. Yeah, there were multiple movies that came out. At the same and the other one might make one list. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm going number three with the Morgan Freeman Elijah Wood deep impact. Uh, which is kind of weird because that, that same year, I think Twister and there was another fucking movie about a fucking tornado and there was also two volcano movies. There was, um, there was one about some volcano that happened in LA Dante's, and, and Dante's Peak and there Dante's was also, and, well, I think it was movies movie called Volcano. volcano. <laughs> yeah. And there was also two alligator movies. Uh, for some reason there was like Lake Placid and, and this other one with fucking, um, Jennifer Lopez. Oh no, that one might, might have been no, a snake. That was that a snake. Yeah. Whatever. That was. There was so con- so many movies that was similar in '96. It was fucking ridiculous. But yeah. Deep Impact makes my number three. Um, Doomsday. I could only imagine what the fuck I would do if there was a fucking giant ass asteroid coming our direction. I mean, and you're yeah. Fucked. I mean, other than Armageddon, uh, that I which might which might pop up later. Um, no spoilers here. Oh, uh, sorry. I I might have spoiled something. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which I think was a similar time frame. Well, a little they, bit They later. came out like two, month, two months later. apart. Was it two months? Yeah, it was literally okay, like... Right. But either way. I think Deep Impact came out first. But yeah, Armageddon Deep made, Impact was... Ar- Armageddon made the more money, the most money out of that. Yeah. Team. Well, because it, it reminds me again of like Speed versus like... Um, um, shit. Uh, what, the Jeff Bridges movie. 
Who am I blanking on the name of the movie? It was in Boston. It was Blown Away. Speed versus Blown Away. Kind of the same sort of movie. This crazy guy that's setting bombs off. You either you got... You got Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones or Dennis Hopper. Like, you know, it was kind of the same... I think Speed had of, a better better concept, though. Yeah, you know, Speed was better. I'm not going to deny that. And it also came Blown out Blown Away first. just was based in Boston, though. Blown Away was set in Boston and also came out later. But regardless... Um, See, I think as far as the impact concerned, which which is our reaction, I mean, we we can have a debate about speed versus uh, blown away for. But I think blown away isn't blown away more in line with Arlington Road. Mm, I mean, no, that came out later. Um, I said the bad guy wins in Arlington Road. Yeah, but the bad guy doesn't necessarily win in. Well, I don't know. I guess I guess it's debatable. But anyways, deep impact, um, which is what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's doomsday. Kidding yeah, me? You got a fucking no. I, mean, I, I, I just feel like that's another one of those movies that gets, you know, I think got a bad th- rap. It got a bad rap because Armageddon. Because Armageddon is two months later. Yeah, and Armageddon had like Bruce Willis, Ben Affleck, who was like. Hot off the t- hot off the rails off of um, Good Will Hunting at the Good time. Good Will Hunting, yeah. So he was like the the big actor to fucking hire, and then yeah. had Liv Tyler, yeah. who was just discovered to be Steven Tyler's daughter at the <laughs> time. So like, so, all right, boom, like she was on all these videos, and you didn't realize that that was like Steven Tyler's daughter until like I think after the fact. Yeah. And then you had um, Steve Buscemi. He had Armageddon had a fucking phenomenal cast. Yeah. yeah. And then you had I mean Bruce Willis, where you know. who was he was pretty hot at the time. Yeah. Not in terms of looks, I'm sorry. No, but about, he, like, I mean, I was going, it was right off of. What? Well, he had the diehards, but like he, he was really hot. No, off of but, diehards, but was that? The, they both came out in '96. Deep Impact and Armageddon. So yeah, 96. right after, you know, Die Hard, with a vengeance. With a vengeance, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then you had, um, you know, Deep Deep Impact's cast. You know, Morgan Freeman wasn't hot at the time. He was just I mean, up and coming. Morgan, he was, he's never was, been a hot actor. Morgan he, Freeman's always just been Morgan He's a role Freeman. player. That's fine. And then you had Elijah Wood, who was like a kid at the time. And yeah. Who else was in, in Deep Impact? I don't really know. But I yeah. think Deep Impact, and Doomsday, though, it's, uh, the asteroid coming in that direction, I still think it's the second out of the, the best out of the two. But that being said, they're very similar. They both fucking no. shot fucking people up there to fucking try and figure out how to fucking get the shit taken care of. But... Anyways, what's your number three? All right, my number three is a movie that's going to have a sequel coming out really, real soon. A Quiet Place. Oh, fuck. A Quiet Place, yeah. I mean, this, I mean, it, this, you know, Quiet Place came out and it was like, oh, shit. Because, like, if this is a thing that would actually happen, could you be quiet? I can't. No, you I'm can't. No. I'm a lot. I mean, fucker. maybe I could, but I know I know you couldn't. <laughs> I'm done. I like, You'd be just done. You're just game over. Like, I, oh, I you gotta be I, quiet. I will literally have to fucking slip my wrist. I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna <laughs> you, have these fucking hey, monsters kill me. Shut the fuck up. Or you're gonna die. Oh, sorry, it's over. Game over. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got uh, John Krasinski, which I mean, from The Office, Jim from The Office, and his wife. And his wife, but no, he directed the movie too. I he think. wrote it. He did everything. He wrote it. He directed it. He is in it. There's a sequel coming out soon. I don't think he's in it because he's dead. Well, spoiler, spoiler alert, he's dead. 
Uh, but he he's gonna direct it. He's he, he, wrote, he wrote, wrote it, directed, yeah. Producing it, whatever. I don't know. Um, his wife's in it because spoiler, she didn't die. She even lived. though, even though, my God, the scene where she goes down in the in the basement and steps on the nail. Oh my God! For her not to go crazy and scream her ass off to then get caught. I mean, I remember seeing that in the theater. I don't know, man. I remember seeing that in the theater, and like, it's tough because like, there's literally Oof. no, there's no talking that whole movie. There's no talking, yeah, yeah. So you literally have to pay attention because yeah. like, if you like, put your head down for a second and you miss like the motions that these guys are doing, like it, it's it's a movie with literally no words. Yeah, like it's all like and that's that's acting. Like I know. I mean, there's you know, some there's. A little bit of sign language in it, so if you're, if you're I mean, there's very little like, like, shut up, too, like, you know, but... it's very. If there's a word, if there's a word spoken in the movie, it's probably like shut up or like, you know, but like there's nothing. Yeah. So like I remember seeing it in the theaters, like, and I remember like, me and John left, and I was like, fuck, because like, if you if you put your head down for a second, you're gonna miss something very important oh, yeah. in that movie. Like, yeah. You literally have to focus. You have to be on your A game. Like you have to go to the theater, like saying like, I'm gonna like stare at the screen for two hours because. If you put your head down, you're gonna miss something key because like it's not, you know, if you're eating your popcorn and, and people are talking, you can hear what's going on. So you can like, okay, like this is what's 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 going on. But like with that movie, it's all visuals. You know, I think um, what's her face? Um, she was in Judgment. Uh, Sandra Bullock did a movie very similar where yeah, uh, yeah, I, where I mean, they were deaf or so. I don't know what the, the Bird Box, yeah. Was very similar. Like you have to be, yeah. really pay attention because there's no really spoken words in that. But that was, I mean, that. But the that thing was about after that, a Quiet Place, I think. It right? was, and it was a Netflix movie, so it was kind of like, oh, you watch it on Netflix. It's like, it's on your TV, whatever you can watch. I don't know. That's, that's Doom and Gloom too, but like, they didn't make. No, it definitely was. List. It didn't make my list yet. But um, same but, thing. You know, same about. thing. You have to really pay attention because if you, if you yeah. drop the ball and like don't pay attention for two minutes, you're gonna miss something that's key. Yeah. But it was it was. I think um, Quiet Place is well executed. It didn't make yeah. my list, but it was it was executed perfectly. Yeah, but there you go. That's there my you number go. three. I'm gonna go to Independence Day. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, aliens I, take over the world. Fucking base space, yeah. spaceships. Yeah. Mass I mean, doom and gloom. I mean, I could have done you know this list with um, based on COVID and done that movie um, Contagion. Yeah, I, which I, which, I, which made my my. Which made my honorable mentions, but like, I'm still done with this fucking virus, and I, I didn't want to fucking give them credit for anything. So like, Contagion should should have made my list because I mean, it, it, yeah, Contagion did call this shit. If you want to look, look at a movie and, and pre- that predicted this coronavirus shit, Contagion even fucking <laughs> said it was China. Contagion even said it was a fucking bat that yep. fucking started this fucking thing. It, yep. it, it, Whoever wrote the script fucking predicted he knew what was going this on. fucking thing. It, like, this is going to happen. And the panic that happened, everything. I mean, Contagion, like, blew it up a little more. Like, where... That Damon was pissed. He's still pissed. It's fucking... Gwyneth Paltrow fucking... She don't know the fucking movie, and... She was the fucking... She was a Contagion. Spoiler alert. She was still she, pissed. She started this fucking Matt virus. Damon is still mad. He's still mad. But if you want a movie that's going to predict exactly what happens in 2020... <laughs> And what? And the uh, panic, and even to the point with the with the fucking vaccines. Like, I, don't, I mean, I just remember like this whole thing that you know everything went, you know, was going on like a year ago or whatever. I remember Contagion and Outbreak were like the highest watched movies on like Netflix. And I was like, 
Why are people watching this shit? It's like, really? You want to live this? Like, you're living it right now. Why you want to watch it, like, fake, fakely in a movie? I, I remember I told Jen, I was like, have weird. you ever seen Contagion? Because I remember when this stuff started happening first. Yeah. I said, this, rem- this reminds me of a movie that I fucking watched four years ago on a plane saying, mm-hmm. this is fucked. Mm-hmm. And she, she, she didn't watch Contagion. And it wasn't on Netflix. It was on, it, we used the or fire. Or whatever stick. it was. Yeah, it was on and, something. And I, I remember, I, I, I put it on the fire stick. I was like, Jen, watch this. And this is what we're going through. And she was like, Why am I watching this right now? Like, this is like fucking You're scary as fuck. You're living this. But like, it's it. It was like literally whoever wrote that script like predicted exactly not to a T because it, it, Contagion was much worse. Well, thank yeah. God we didn't get that bad. Where. You know, they they were. It was based on your birthday when you got this, whatever the vaccine was. You know, like they were like, there was only so many vaccines. It was the virus was so bad. They were like, if you're born on August fifth, you can get your vaccine, and they, and they put a fucking card on you, like a bracelet on you that you got the vaccine. Yeah. And then you can go and whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, no. It's but like, yeah, they, they fuck if if there was a movie that was this traumatized close to, it for movie purposes. If but, there was a movie so close to what we lived through in the I past know, year, it was, yeah, it was before. Watch Contagion. Like. If the, if there's gonna be movies coming out after this, about this, it's like oh this is a rip off Contagion. Yeah, Contagion wrote the script for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, any, uh, any, anyway, what's your two? My number two. And I went back and forth on this uh, for a little bit. Well, both the other movies, but um, my number two is Escape from New York. Ah. Uh, it's a little different from what we've been talking about, but at the end of the day, it's it's in a, it's an apocalypse movie. Um, Escape from New York, Russell. Uh, sorry, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Well, I said Russell. Kurt Russell uh, as Snake Plissken. Oh, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I mean, I mean, unfo- I, unfortunately, Escape we, from New York. We are. So- I mean, Escape from L.A. came out a couple years later and. Not, about not 10, 10 or 12 years later. Yeah, yeah. like it was a, But Escape from New York. A great movie. Great I mean, movie. I hate to say it, we're, we're very close to getting, living the Escape from New York. <laughs> I mean, we're so close. Yeah, listen, to I left living, New York a long time ago. This this whole. You left New York a long time in, ago. In the environment <laughs> that we're at right now, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna go into politics or anything like that, but where we are right now, we are so fucking close to Escape from New York that it's not even funny. <laughs> And I'm just gonna trick my handy dandy but light, and not go further. Yeah, man. But unfortunately, if, they, if, they, if there was a movie that was close to like the stop fucking bullshit that we're living through right now, is Escape from New York. And unless we correct ourselves and fucking fix this shit, I don't have to worry because I'm not gonna be the one escaping from New York. Because you already did. <laughs> I'm out. But You're out. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, but my, New York, amazing. My number one is, I don't want to want to close my eyes. Oh, I don't want to fall asleep. Sorry to it for you. Because I miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. Armageddon. Armageddon. Asteroid coming your way. Doom and gloom. I, I, I try to purposely focus away... Because literally, if I was basing everything on doom and gloom based on coronavirus, Contagion would have been 
anybody's number one pick or outbreak, as you said earlier. Yeah, I, yeah. But I was trying to, I was trying to like outbreak, not even on our list. Go on a different direction there, and I and I picked Armageddon. Yeah, I mean, I guess what's I, more doom and gloom than a fucking asteroid coming your direction and you're fucking. You can, you can be the fucking richest person in the world, but you're fucked. There's an asteroid coming in that direction. There's nothing you can do. And um, hope, but hope for fucking this spaceship to fucking nuke it and fucking split it in half. And <laughs> Yeah, Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck. Oil drillers. Cool. Yeah, it was a good movie. Did you, did you did you did you enjoy I, your two I, hours? Uh, As a ten year old, did you enjoy your two and a half hours of fucking? Ten year old, I was a little older than that, but I guess um ninety six. How old were you? We're As a fourteen year old, fifteen, fifteen, whatever. Um, I mean, the thing annoys me most about that movie. I mean, fine, the movie itself, whatever. And I have no issue with the movie. It was fine. Um. The thing that annoys me most about that whole thing, though, was that was Aerosmith's one and only number one hit. That has nothing to do with the movie. I know, but it just bothered me. It just bothered me. I was like, really? This song? Aerosmith. I just sang about a minute ago. You did. That was their one and only number one hit. Because the movie's that big. Not, not, Not Dude Looks Like a Lady. Not Walk This Way. Not sweet emotions, not living, uh, uh, uh living on the edge. But you, none, none of those. You literally like it was fucking. Uh, you literally don't want to miss a thing. I think their other biggest album was like the the trio, the Alicia Alicia Silverstone trio. Yeah, whatever. Crazy, yeah. crazy, uh, crying, crying, whatever, and, um, whatever. What's the other one? It was three three videos. I mean, I get it. His daughter was in the movie. I understand that. Who was so also in like two or three videos. I think Alicia Silverstone did three, and she did two. Let's talk. Well, she was in Crazy, Crazy, and I know she was in that. Um, but amazing! Yeah, so it's, it's Crazy, Crying, and Amazing. Those were the three videos. But that was Alicia, yeah, Silverstone, yeah. But I think Try I think Liv Tyler was just in the, she was in one in or two. Crazy, I think. I think she was. Uh, I'm surprised none of those three went fucking. But regardless, one. anyways. Hey, side topic. Was she, what's, was your, what's your favorite one out of those three? Out of the crazy, videos? crazy, crazy, amazing, and crying. What's your favorite song out of those three? Uh, probably crying. I'm gonna go amazing. Well, yeah, I, was, uh, I, I, it's either yeah, it's either crying or amazing. It's it, amazing is a crazy, phenomenal song. It's not crazy. Crazy's fine, but whatever. Which is the video that she's in, Liv Tyler. But um, that might be the best video out of the three. Yeah, it might be. Uh, they could be. But yeah. I think Amazing is the best song out of the three. Yeah, yeah it might be amazing. But the sidetrack back to the topic, what's your one? All right, my number one. It's been my number one before in this, in this uh, well, on a podcast. Not this podcast, but necessarily. Oh, it's Mad Max Fury Road. It's Mad Max. I mean, I was like, it's got to be Mad Max. What's my favorite Mad Max movie? It's Mad Max Fury Road. Got Tom Hardy. Got... Uh, I mean, you know, Charlize Theron. I mean, come on. It's a great movie. Was it the newest Mad Max? Yes. Yeah, not, not Mel Gibson. Mad Max Fury Road. No, not not Mel Gibson. I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> so not Tina Turner. We don't need a I mean, she's going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by herself for whatever reason. So who's in this Mad Fine. Max? Mad Max Fury Road. When did this come it's out? It's great. Oh, it came out in 2015? 
14? Something like that. It was my so number a, one movie a, that it's year. It's a remake of... Uh... No, it's not a remake. It's, it's, it's a sequel, sort of. Reboot, whatever you want to call it. Um, so Mel Gibson's character is rebooted? Yeah, Tom Hardy, of course. Well, that's one of your favorite actors Tom of all time. Yeah. Dude, Tom Hardy's great. Love Tom Hardy. Uh, but, you know, it deals with the apocalypse, or, you know, the end of the world times. Yeah. They need water. Uh, there's this one guy that has all the water. He's making people do stuff. Tom Hardy gets uh, Mad Max, gets captured. But then there's Furiosa, uh, you know. I don't know. It's just a great movie. Okay. It's a fantastic movie. It got so, nominated for a, a Golden Globe, I think. I don't know. Which doesn't exist anymore. Because they got canceled. So we're going to segue. <laughs> but also, I think, it got married. I think it got nominated for an Oscar, actually. So, so we're going to segue. But it got nominated for a Golden Globe, which I just wanted to say, because Golden Globes got canceled. Just, uh, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on the Golden Globes getting canceled, by the way? We Fuck. talked about this earlier. Fucking bullshit. Just <laughs> fucking bullshit. The Golden Globes got canceled. Canceled. Just because canceled. people are being stupid. Fuck them all. Fuck them. You're being fucking paid to entertain me, not to fucking tell me what you think. Entertain me, yeah. you fucking assholes. But anyway, we're going to segue that into sure. the top five musical artists hmm. who influenced us of all time. So this is a whopper. This? All right, all right. this is a whopper of a fucking episode. No shit, that's not even like a. That's, I mean, that could be its whole. That could be an old, its own episode, really. We're just fucking doing it. But, let's do but it. anyway, we're gonna segue into. Um, what's one band that we both fucking think didn't make the list, but should have? Of our of ours. Yeah. Just you know mine or yours? So. Um. Well, I forget what your list was, but um. I mean, I don't think either of us had Rage Against the Machine on there. I think they, that, which, by the way, didn't didn't make the Hall of Fame. Which, which is bullshit. So we're going to segue that with a little bit yeah. of um, a Bulls on Parade. So stay tuned, you motherfucking pull pricks, right about now. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
All right, we're back. Back. So, how did you think of that song, guys? Mm. Bulls on parade. <laughs> to get you fired up? Oh, it should. It ho- hopefully it did. Cause uh, that's gonna yeah. get anybody amped up right there. I know. That's uh, nine. That's some angry nineties music some, right now. Yeah, angry nineties music. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just remember um, to to keep the topic on Rage Against the Machine for a minute. Uh, I remember, like, we had this, like, like I remember in 8th grade. I was in 8th grade. You know, age me if you, you know, keep, you know, pick pick my age if you want. But I was in 8th grade. Um, and we had to pick a song um, that, like, I, I don't remember. The, the, it was, like, something to do with, like, what pick a song that has to do with, like, politics and then, like, explain it or something like that. And me and my friend... Uh, we picked Freedom from uh, Rage Against Machine from the first album, and this was before Bulls on Parade. It was like it was like '95, uh, end of '95. So you know, Bulls on Parade was um, you know six, right? six months six months later or five months later or whatever it was, um, and like everyone, the, and we we played the song. And everyone's kind of like, "Yeah, what the hell is that?" And I just remember, I just remember like being like, "You people are idiots. This is gonna be one of the biggest band bands in the world in the next like half a year, year, whatever." And then Bulls on Parade came out six months later, whatever, not even six months later, and it was blew up and. You know, everyone loved Rage of the Machine. Like, and you were like, I, like, I told you so. You I told you so, race. you sons of bitches. I told you. Told you all. And, you know, people are morons, is my point. Um, but I told them. I told them. And I did that a lot back in the day. And I don't want to toot my own horns or whatever. But, like, I was ahead of the curve on a lot of, a lot of those artists back in the early, early mid-90s. You know, I'll be like, hey, th- these are bands. Didn't you know it's Godsmack before anybody else? Godsmack was another one, which unfortunately is not on my list, uh, as as we're going to talk. Not on my list might either. be, but it's like close. It's like maybe six or seven. I don't know. We only did the top five. So, so we're going to do this topic as, as one thing. Yeah. So top five artists. We're going to, I'm making it simple for you guys. If if you were stuck on Desert Island, they they had this thing about the CDs years ago. What five CDs would you pick? We'll make it easier for you. I'm gonna put a stage in the, in the fucking island. What five bands are you gonna be in the in your island fucking playing music, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what what five bands are you gonna have in rotation fucking playing different set lists, whatever you want a concert in your island? Stage. And you get the fucking cooler Coronas, but handy any but lights. For you, Coors Light. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Ready to rock and roll. I mean, I'm drinking a Bud Light right now. Just handy Danny Bud Light. Because I'm here. And I'm a handy dandy Bud Light guy, so I'm going to cheers to that. Uh, Fosso handed me, Radar Fosso handed me, um, you know, a Bud Light, so I'm going to drink it. I'm it's not going to drink it. I'm not, not going to drink it, so. So anyway, stuck in a desert island, what five bands are playing your fucking concert? So, I mean, I feel like our concerts, like, I would go to your concert, you'd go to my concert. You wouldn't see my opening act, I'll tell you that for sure. Well, okay, that's fair. 
Uh, but so you will see my other four bands. We, yeah. All right. Okay. 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 You, okay. You, okay. You, you hate my other Okay. Band. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, oops. I dropped all. Oh, that's, a, that's a lot of wedding shit there. You don't, don't lose that's that. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that. No one, no one knows what happened, so that's fine. All right. So my top, my number five band that's going to open up my concert will be the closing act of many of people's concerts, except for mm. Greg B. No. And that's Led Zeppelin. Yeah. You got to stay with heaven. Right Ugh. there on the top Ugh. is like one of the most. I mean, when the first time I heard "Stay with Heaven," like, "Stay with Heaven" is one of the least my least like I not even just like Led Zeppelin. I mean, whatever. Finish what you're saying. I, don't, I, I think don't when know. I, the first time I heard "Stay with," I'm a guitar guy. I love guitar solos. Jimmy Page's guitar solo from "Stay with Heaven" is probably the best guitar solo of all time, my my opinion. Blew me away, absolutely blew me away. You have Over the Hills and Far Away. You have Cashmere. You have, uh, I mean, it's, it, it list goes on and on. Led Zeppelin is phenomenal, and you you're gonna disagree. I, I think I Robert Plant has like one of the Led best Zeppelin. fucking vocals yeah. of nope. all time. Nope, nope. And you disagree with that, but I'm I'm gonna fucking say that off the top of my head is Robert Plant's vocals are phenomenal. You could put him as a lead singer against any other lead singer, and he he's gonna win. I think. He beats Eddie Vedder. You say so. But, uh, you know, and they catalog. And, and Jimmy Page is probably one of the best lead guitarists of all time. And you can't, you know, I mean. I think he's a decent guitarist. He's phenomenal. So, I'm going to say my first band will be Led Zeppelin. What's your five? Uh, my number five. And I don't remember what I told you necessarily, but I'm just going to go off the list I have on my, my, uh, my list yeah, that I put it down. Um, I'm gonna go with U2. Okay. I, I mean, I, I I think U2 is a great band. They have some amazing songs. Um, you know, Bono. You know, you know, maybe like you know, Bono is a great great um, lead singer, like a front man, if you want to call it that. Uh, I mean, maybe their overall, like, as far as, like, their, you know, te- you know, uh, is, the, is the Edge the greatest guitarist? No. You know, is... is I mean, you is, only know Bono and, and the Edge. Who are the other guys in the band? No, Adam, Adam, uh, Adam, Adam something or other. Exactly, and, you don't even know. No, the, 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 the bass is, but, but the thing is, they're Who's all... Who's the drummer? Does anybody know who the drummer is? Uh... It doesn't matter. It's whatever you. you I mean, they they have a great catalog. I think you two. Have, it's a great, very good. You know, Adam Clayton. And, I think New Year's Day is my, my uh, favorite U two song, yeah. and, it, and it's not even the most popular. They have a good catalog. My only problem with U two is um, Bono, and it's the problem my favorite band of all time. He get overly political. Like I just want to hear the music. Just play your fucking music. You know, I don't want to hear about your charities. I don't want to hear about your political aspirations or whatever or what your views are. I just want to hear what you, what your music is, you know. Man, yeah, that's fair. That's and um, yeah, but they I, have a phenomenal catalog. One, New Year's Day, um, Sunday Bloody Sunday. You know, their that catalog's phenomenal. You know, Mysterious Ways, In the Name of Love. What what's that song? In the Name of Love. One. Uh, Pride. Yeah. In the Name of Love. Uh, yeah, no, I mean that's probably my favorite song of theirs, Pride in the Name of Love. Uh, but no, I mean it, you know. 
don't know. I just, I just, I enjoy you too. Good band. Now, do I know all the names of the people in the band? No, maybe not, but there's Adam and there's the other guy and there's Edge, the Edge, the Edge. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's, Bono, what, that's probably one of Which aren't their real names, so. I mean, yeah. I think if, you, if you're going to call yourself the Edge, that's pretty fucking badass. That's <laughs> cool. Um, I mean, it's not, not to, to differentiate from Edge, the wrestler, which just wrestled at WrestleMania, which is weird, but. Hey, whatever. All right. All right Enough man. about that. My four is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Ooh, okay. Phenomenal catalog. Chili Peppers? Yeah. Another, Phenomenal catalog. They're great bands. Um, and as, they're also a band who who flipped their script because, like, if you listen to their first two albums when they had their, their bassist um, who passed away, unfortunately, due to heroin, um, they were more like a funk kind of band. They weren't yeah. really like rock and roll per se. They were more like funk. Like yeah, there was on guitars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, they, you know, they were all into drugs, unfortunately. And, oh, they, yeah. and their yeah. um, original guitarist passed away due to heroin overdose, and they changed their script. And they, they were they released um, Blood Sugar, Sugar Ray Sex Magic. But the album before that is actually when they were kind of Mother's Milk. Mother's Milk is when they kind of like flipped their script, and they were yeah. trying to do. They were more on the rock genre. And they have Rick, Rick, Rick Rubin as a producer, and they, from then on, their their albums have been pretty phenomenal. They, you know, Under the Bridge is to this day one of my favorite songs of all time. It's a very um, kind of a tragic song. You know, it's, it's a guy who's, yeah. who's lonely because he's based. You know, his life is. You know, he's. You know, Anthony Keys wrote that song when he was like. You know, he's basing his. You know, his perspective of him hooked on heroin and he feels I mean, alone and un- by himself. Unfortunately, but, it would be not the first or last song he. Saying about that, but, well, but if you talk about a song that's almost perfection, Under the Bridge is like such a fucking right, classic. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's phenomenal song. And then he, you know, you got Snow, you got By the Way, you got you know um, Californication. You know their their catalog is ridiculous. You know you can go to Chili Pepper song and, and you know there's there's countries you like. I, I want to hear five songs and I hope I hear these five songs. And so Chili Peppers their catalog is so expensive like. I can name at least 10, 15 songs. I'm like, I hope they play this. I hope they play this. I hope they play this. You know, Soul to Squeeze. You know, like, there's so many songs that are, like, so great with yeah. the Chili Peppers catalog that they're great. You know, they're great live. And they just got John Frusante back, who was a guitarist who left for a while, and he came back. Um, nothing against Cliff Hanger or whatever. Cliff and Hanger, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, who, who pl- replaced them. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Frusante back is key, and I'm looking forward to seeing the Chili Peppers concert in the future, and that's my number four. You know, I will... You know, if I'm stuck in a desert island and Chili Peppers are my follow-up to Zeppelin, I'm I'm happy. My handy dandies, I'm sitting, I'm standing because I don't sit in a concert. I stand and I'm ready to rock and I'm fucking fired up and I'm probably at this point because you know Zeppelin left and Chili Peppers are I'm probably like seven BLs deep, handy dandies deep, and I'm ready to rock and roll. And what's your number four band? Um, so my number four. Because um, I think we're going to cross-reference a lot of these. We're going to, you're definitely going to cross-reference some of these. But my number four, um, if I have this written down right, which I might not of what I've told you, but I'm going to do go with what I said, uh, or what I have on my list. Um, so my number four, which actually randomly corresponds, uh, cor- corresponds, corresponds, which is what I was trying to say with your number four, um. 
which, by the way, Chili Peppers is totally like probably number six or seven on my list. I don't know. We didn't go that far. But I did, with the one time I saw Chili Peppers live, there was a certain band that opened up for them. Um, you know, this is 2000. So, like, they were still, you know, relatively newer ish. Or they, I don't know, they weren't what they have, they are now. But it was the Foo Fighters. And they totally blew away the Chili Peppers. And, you know, whatever, you know, nothing against Chili Peppers. But the Foo Fighters just came out and they just, you know, Dave Grohl was just on fire. On fire. He was like, we need, we, we need to prove ourselves. I think that whole tour they did with Chili Peppers, they were like, we need to prove ourselves that we are, we are, we are a band. We are the band. You know, Chili Peppers cool. But we're Foo Fighters. We're the we're a band. We're we like we're a top band. Yeah. And he put himself on the map. And so Chili, you know, Chili Peppers are great. But the Foo Fighters that night, they just they just like for me, blew you out of the water. Blew yeah. And then you know, uh, ever since then, uh, you know, they, they haven't, you know, I mean, whatever they have, they've never put on the greatest concert ever. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say. Hey, name your top five concerts. Like, I'm going to put them on my list, necessarily, of mm-hmm. my top five concerts. But they're probably six through ten. Um, you know, and, you I know. I mean, their catalog's outrageous. And their catalog's outrageous. And, you know, and again, they, they for me, were just a step ahead of um, the Chili Peppers that night. I mean, for me, I, I put Foo Fighters, Oasis, and Pantera on my you know, and Aerosmith on my. I wish I could include them in my top five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, so you yeah, know, yeah, Foo Fighters is up there. I mean, Best of You. You got um, Learn to Fly. You got Everlong. You got Hero. You know, there, there's so many songs that it, that oh, yeah. Foo Fighters have that yeah. are phenomenal. You know, even even something for nothing like some of their B songs like, that are B catalog are, are phenomenal. But for me. I'm gonna have to give it to Chili Peppers or Foo. That's fair. That's fair. But for me, I always go back to that one concert and it was like, Foo Fighters were opening up for the Chili Peppers, and they, I feel as if they just blew them out of the water. I mean, I would agree with you, maybe three years ago, until, and I, I, I will tell you this, the first time I saw Foo Fighters live. Dave Grohl had just fallen off of a fucking stage <laughs> and broke his leg, whatever. And I think you were gonna go to that concert. It was DC? Yeah. Oh, you were. I think you were the one that like our buddy Matt Lacob like bought yeah, tickets, and you were yeah. like the one that was like, I don't know, guys. Like, I, I think they're gonna come to Boston too. Yeah, and then that media like two minutes, two because they announced later. initially like just two shows, like it was DC and something else, and you were like, I don't know, I think they're gonna do a, a full tour, and you were right. Yeah. You called it, but it was a Fourth of July show. It was DC. Ended up, be, ended up being one of the craziest, coolest live shows I've ever been to in my life. And I've been to many live shows. It rained the night before. It was muddy. We had pit seats. So me and the lovely Jen were like right on stage. But we were covered in mud to our to our knees. Because it was so muddy in the, in the venue. And food, like Dave Grohl came out in this throne, like whatever, and like pushes the front and and he said, this is the fucking show, blah, blah, blah. Like, and he went nuts and, like, whatever. And I and I remember saying, Jen, this is one of the coolest concerts I've ever been to in my life. Until, two weeks later, 
we were in Boston, and you're right, they're playing Fenway. I'm a big Foo Fighters fan. Of course, I'm going to get tickets to the Fenway show, too. We go to Fenway, Dave Grohl comes out the throne, this is the fucking show, blah, 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 and plays the same exact fucking set list, but said word for word everything that he said in D.C., and I lost respect for him right there. All right. That's, I mean, that's fair. So right then and there, like, you have a phenomenal catalog. You put on a great fucking show, but you put on the same fucking show every time you play. And you say the same, it's like scripted. It's like you, it's like if you're seeing Wicked on Broadway and it's the same show. Like, it's like the Foo Fighters are like, we're going to make this a production. It's the same production, which... Chili Peppers maybe do the same thing, but I, I don't think they say, like, this is the fucking show before they start the show. Like, Dave Grohl said that, he must have said that in every tour he went, show he went to because yeah. I, I saw it twice in two different cities and I was like, oh, that's that's lame. So, like, for for, for that reason, they didn't have a top five. I don't want them in my, my, my island. Great, great concert, great set list, but right there and there. Nah. That being said, my number three is... Guns N' Roses. Hmm. They're the band that introduced me to rock. So I think I said this in the previous podcast, but it was I think it was um, one of my Renegade podcasts for another topic we had back then for greatest music videos of all time. Yeah. Which we may have to revisit for a very drunken podcast because, uh, you know, who knows. But I don't think it's going to change. <laughs> I don't remember what your top five was. However, what's the most memorable uh, uh Music videos seen in the last ever. <laughs> you know? I mean, my my number one was still my number one. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Jay. So, uh, the minute I saw "Remember Rain" from from Guns N' Roses, that video changed my life, and I got into rock music. It was like around nineteen ninety one, ninety two, whatever it was. And um, I used to be like a fan of Wu Tang Clan, and you know, up to that point, I was hip hop, Wu Tang, um, KRS One, all, all like hip hop music. And I and I saw that November Rain video and and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing of all time, and I got you know and I got into their catalog and you know Sweet Child of Mine, Welcome to the Jungle, uh, Night Train, um, you got November Rain, you got you know, what you know Patience, you know that that catalog and they and to be honest they only released yeah they Appetite they and then Use Your Illusions which was a double it was supposed to be a double album they split it into into two CDs. Yeah. But, it, you know, if you take away, if you make Use Your Illusions one CD, and you took away all the the fluff. Which they did at one point down the line as, like, a re-release, but, down, you know, like, Those would be two of the greatest yeah. albums of all time. Yeah. Because for me, I would still say Appetite for Destruction and a band that I'm going to talk about later on, yep. their first CDs are the two greatest first CDs of all time. Yep. Of all time. Okay. If you look at Appetite's catalog, that CD, the one song that you probably skip is like, what, is it, You're Crazy? What, what's, is it? Anything Goes, maybe? I don't know. I mean, Think About You is aged. It's it's an 80s song. I think about you. But yeah, I still I like the song. I'll, yeah, I'll play yeah, it, but it's, it's it's aged. You, you can tell that's, that's, yeah, that yeah, song's yeah, aged. Yeah, yeah. But everything else in that CD is probably ridiculously good. Yeah. You know, Paradise City. Night Train, uh, Sweet Child of Mine, Jungle, like, it's boom, 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 boom. Like, it, you could put that on your fucking... Hell yeah. 
I mean, at this point, it's Pandora, Spotify, but like, Whatever, yeah. ridiculous album. Yeah. And then you put Illusions one and two, and like, if you took away like the fluff, yeah, it's like a yeah. And yeah. You, if you made it one album, because they were trying to make more money, I think they were trying to say, well, what will they, what, what yeah. will we do? You know, you take away the fluff and you made it one album. You got a rain. You got um. I mean, fuck? you got the covers. The covers too. Living, living, let die. Not gonna have his door. Not gonna have his door. They got um. There's a bunch. I, I can't even. I'm I'm too drunk right now to keep thinking right now. But uh, mm. whatever. Yeah. I mean, don't. I mean, don't cry. You yeah, I was remember that, rain. Don't cry. They had the guy from Blind, the, the, the guy in Blind Melon was singing the back. Yeah. Shannon Hoon, R.I.P. Um. Hey, you, you're pulling out all the strange. Don't cry. Like yeah. The yeah. I mean, I mean. I mean. I'm. I mean, um, let's not let's not stretch it out too much longer. My number three is also Guns N' Roses. So, I mean, we're not our our top three might be the same. I don't know. I don't know how different it's gonna be. So we might as well just talk about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, my number three is also Guns N' Roses. Uh, you know, I was like, uh, you know, because I was thinking about some other bands, and I'm like, you know, Guns N' Roses. Like, I mean, same the same th- same thing you talk about. And I mean, you had, you had kind of a different story with it because, you know, you, you got into it before I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but at the same time, it was like you know that's still that stretch with like, you know, you had, um, guns, you know, appetite for destruction. Uh, I mean, there was there was there was uh, you know lies yeah. in, the, in there which had patience, which was a dope patience song, great. Which Chris Cornell covered, which is pretty good actually. Which yeah, it's fantastic. That just came out recently. They they released that thing, uh, and then um you know obviously the illusions, um and that whole stretch was like holy shit, this is like gonna be the greatest band of all. They were time. gonna be they were on pace to be like what the Beatles were. Yeah, I mean. They literally, if they if, if it wasn't strife. for band strife and like actually yeah. being like too cocky and like yeah. not coming on stage for two hours, or whatever, or what, yeah, whatever, they yeah. would they they would have taken over the world. They um, they, they, they 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 had the world in their hand. They the, did. the world was in their they hands. Did. They, they owned mean, music. Yeah, they were the band, and the, and they had our number two band opening up for them. Maybe 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 maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition. Maybe. At, at that point, Maybe. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna transition. I don't know. Two. I I was just guessing right now, and but they it, had their number two, our number two band, uh, opening up for them. So you're saying um, so, yeah. And then shit went, shit went bad in Montreal. In Montreal. <laughs> so yeah, my number two is Metallica. Yeah, my my and, two, um, <laughs> my um, two. The minute I heard Metallica, and I heard, um, you know, I mean. I can go on on with this band. But yeah, like, I mean, you could say all you want about I Metallica, mean, but you know, it's, I mean, the, that's the thing. you know, when I heard Master of Puppets for the first time, it blew, it just rocked my socks off. It was like, you know, it's it's just like their their first three albums, like the transitions from like it, it'll start off and then it picks up and it picks up, and you know, a band that I like, can, you know. They, back in the days, jazz music, you know, you had the band and and the horns would come at a certain point and then the singers sang in and the drums, and Metallica, for a heavy metal band, they had that, you know, like the drums would come in at a certain point and the bass is kicking in and, and the singer's singing his thing and the guitars are doing their thing and, yeah. you know, you listen to Fader Black, Fader Black, the transition when he's like, life is, life it seems will fade away and it's a slow song and then it hits a, and then, and then yeah. it hits a, the next transition where the guitar picks up, and Faded Black to me is a masterpiece. This is one of my 
top five songs Fade of all time. It's great. Fade of Black is my favorite Metallica song. Is I would even say top three. I I would probably think of two songs that will beat Fade of Black as favorite songs of all time. And you know, Master, no, I, you know, I mean, obviously we we got Master Puff, you got Creeping we, Death. We've had and the, this and the, discussion. And the, and the crowd's going, you know, like it's you know. Name another band that will have 80,000 people saying die at the same time with the fucking <laughs> devil horns, like so vulgar, so like dark. And, listen, and we, we crazy. We've had this discussion and, and, on the channel. You know, before. It's, it's ridiculous. You know, Metallica is on when they're on fire. Like there's no other band that, made, at the top. Was, was that on this? I don't, that might have been on the one man running. Even podcast, even the like band that's number yeah, one. But... Even the band that's number one that we both agree is part yeah, of I'm sure, number one. Yeah. When Metallica's having a phenomenal concert, when they're on on the pocket and they're and they're crazy, my number one band can't beat them. And I'm gonna say that I've seen a Metallica show. You miss it in TD Garden. Yeah, I that, that show. One. I missed that one w- with the crowd. And, and, and I'm a New Yorker. To say a Boston crowd was like crazy. This Boston crowd was crazy, and and, and they were playing songs, and I was like, holy shit. Holy shit! They're playing this. They're playing this. They're playing this. They're playing this. You know, the first. You know, when I saw them Bonnaroo, and I was like, they they're gonna start creeping death, and they hit the da 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 da. You know, and and you have like eighty thousand people saying, you know, I I can go on and on about this band. Like right now, that you know, people call them sellouts for whatever reason because of I mean, thing, whatever. Yeah. But whatever. If you if you put in the perspective of like, this is your art. This is what you're doing, and then somebody's taking your money. What would you do the same thing? Would you say like, "Hey, what the fuck"? Yeah, I probably would have. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. And people call themselves for that, but I mean, I think they were just outspoken. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to really, you know, distinguish that whole situation because, you know, there's a lot of bands that could have said the same thing, and a lot of bands didn't. And they seem, you know, better for that because it's like, oh well, well, whatever, you know. Hey, check out our music. But Versus, w- were they were they hey, wrong? You guys are on- no, I mean, I'm not gonna say they're wrong. I mean, if you put it in perspective, the CD sales have never been the same since Napster. Well, no, but I, I mean, I think that was just that was more of a situation where, like, hey, um. Hey, record companies, maybe change your strategy because, you know, shit's different than it used to be, you know, and um, it's not their fault and it's not the band's faults. And, and, and whatever, yeah, at, that, talking, at, the, yeah. at the, at the, at the, at that point, Metallica didn't know what was going on. I mean, a lot of bands didn't know but, what was going well, on. Well, what do you have to elaborate on Metallica? Well, I, I mean, I, but, I mean, we, we've had, we've had a discussion about Metallica before. We've had a whole. I think we had a whole podcast on Metallica. Yeah, I can't remember if that was. We ranked the albums. Was that a? That was a very Renegade. Renegade. That was Renegade. That one man Renegade podcast. But either way, it's out there. Go check it out in the bug in the in the archives of the podcast. Um, where for you, you prefer Master Puppets, and that's great. For me, I, I you know, and Justice for All is my deal. And that's fine. 
And you know that there's a there's the argument between the, the, the people who say the black know. album nowadays. Well, yeah, a lot of people like the. I mean, the black album is great too, and and I'm. But I think, I, think, I think that's what commercialized them. That commercialized them, that for sure. But for me, even um, right, I think Ride of Lightning. Ride the Lightning is phenomenal. Is uh, like TV, yeah, great. I, mean, I prefer Ride the Lightning over Master Puppets too. I mean, I I would probably even say, two. I don't know. Not even but one. But I feel like that not was your first one. I, I don't know. I, I can't I remember what I remember. Lightning was my number one. I, was it? I, I, I'm, I'm saying Master Puppets when I heard the song was like, holy shit. Yeah. But my number one album is, is Ride the Lightning. Was it? Because it has, well, like, it, it has Fade the now, Black. I don't remember. It has Fade the Black and Creeping Death on it. And Ride the Lightning. Which Master Puppets has Master Puppets. Yeah. No. I can't remember. But and it just says one. But And just says one. And one is probably my favorite song from Metallica. Which is the which which is why Injustice for All is probably pushes pushes ahead of anything else. I know a lot of people complain about that album because you know it was the first album they had with Jason and, and Cliff turned, had died. They turned, the bass down. they turned the bass down, which is why you know that's a decent argument, and I get it. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this question, and you have to answer it real quick. Yeah, all right. You two or Metallica? One. Why Metallica? Metallica's one. Although the Chris Chris Cornell version where he does Metallica's one's lyrics to the one's U2 um, uh, like song is ridiculous. It's really good. It's and amazing. Creative. It's it's super creative. Yeah, it's crazy. But but if I had to choose a one, I would go with Creed, of course. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, Metallica. No, I, was I was joking. I was joking. Come on, I was joking. Metallica, obviously. All right. Uh, but our number one, speaking of which, you, I think you, want, both, intro, you want to intro? Are both our number ones? If we ha- we haven't mentioned it yet, we've talked about it a million times, but we haven't actually done the podcast yet because reasons. I mean, you, uh, you have the koozie for it right now. I do. I, I have do. a t-shirt for it right now. Yep, it's Pearl Jam. Yeah, tell you tell you reasons why. I'll follow it up. I mean, so going back in the day, back you know, go back to nineteen nineties, ninety three ish for me. I mean, you know, I mean, Pearl Jam came out ninety one. They 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 did their thing, but for me, like ninety three ish was really when I started really getting into music, and that and you know that for me, um. Yeah, that was the year '93. You know, you had Stone Temple Pilots came out, which a lot of people com- compared to, to Pearl Jam. Yeah, they were saying that Eddie's voice sound, like, uh, sounded like yeah, uh, he sounds, Wyland's Scott Wyland's voice, Wyland's sounds voice sounded like, like Eddie Vedder. Blah, blah blah. I was like, wait, who who the hell's who's the hell is Eddie Vedder? To be honest, and to be honest, like yeah, because I, I was like, the, oh, Stone Temple Pilots, these songs cool. The only song that Eddie that, that Wyland kind of sounds like Vedder in is is Plush. Plush, yeah, yeah. And that was the song that was popular at the time. That's the only song that album. Yeah, yeah. Where, yes. If you if you listen, if uh, you know, like, you know, you know, his voice there. Yes, and I'm like, wait, who the hell is Pearl Jam? And because honestly, I didn't really know who Pearl Jam was at the time. And I remember a buddy of mine was like, oh yeah, Pearl Jam, they're cool, Alive, that's an awesome song. And I was like, oh shit, all right, I'll check it out, Alive. And then I checked out Alive and Even Flow, and you know, that was around the time that. Um, uh, Jeremy was coming out. I'm like, oh yeah, all right. Shit, this is really good. And like, Alive's to this day is probably one of my favorite songs of all time. Um, 
you know, and, and you know, and it took a while for me to actually go see them in the concert. Like they weren't the first concert I ever went to go see. I mean, neither was Metallica. I've never seen Guns N' Roses, as we mentioned. Uh, Foo Fighters. I said I mentioned I saw them as an opener to, um, you know, to to Red Eye Chili Peppers, as you yeah. talked about. You know, so it's like, yeah, a lot of these bands that are my favorites. Maybe I didn't see them in concert right away, uh, but at the same time, I was listening to them, and um, for sure, Pearl Jam was one of those bands that um, when I first started getting into like uh, hard rock, heavy metal, whatever you want to call it, grunge, grunge, yeah, '90s grunge, um, for sure. They were one of the top bands. I mean, for me, like, when I got into Pearl Jam, it was, it was in the mid-90s. So, as I said earlier, like, GNR, like, me too, like, this is when I first got into to rock music in general. I was a hip-hop guy. And, um... I mean, and, and at the same time that I was getting into Pearl Jam, I was still listening to Dr. Dre and yeah. Snoop Dogg and and whatever else at the time, but, like, too. I remember, like, for sure. I was into the 10 album. Like, I loved it. The first time I heard Black, forget about it. Like and and you know that's you know I was talking about how Metallica like the, the band like transitions and they and they'll they'll lay their songs. If you listen to Black, it starts off very melodic, you know, like and and then it's like ooh, eh, you know, and it, and it, and then it picks up, and then it picks up again when the do 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 do, you know, the, the song like which is layers. It's another yeah. layer, and here's another layer, and here's another layer, and that song is ridiculous. And it's my favorite song of all time. I'm not gonna lie about you know that. I'm probably the barge rhythm of the night, or probably one or two <laughs> randomly, and, and yes, totally different songs for no reason. But like, <laughs> and then shouts up there too, like probably three, whatever. Well, that's her. <laughs> and then and then I and then I said fade to black, you know. But um, you know, black. We'll we'll do another podcast with our favorite songs all the time. But black that that song is, is just ridiculous, and if you, the ten album is is. I talked about Appetite, Appetite earlier, but ten, you, we'll do our favorite albums of all time. Well. Ten, ten is is probably the other one I'm yeah. talking about. Like, well, you know, we, if, yeah, if, if there's we've dragged that out forever. If there's an A sure. and a B of like the best first albums of all time, it's like for me personally, it's Appetite for Destruction and Ten. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's, that's there's there's two 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 CDs that there, I mean, that, I mean, there's definitely an argument. Which one's better? Which one's better? Yeah, I I don't know. Um, I mean, you know. I mean, the best-selling album, the best-selling debut album of all time, I think, is Atlantis Morissette. Was in that discussion I mean, at one I mean, point. What'd you go for? for, for, for I mean, for, I'm not saying. I mean, not saying for us, Atlantis Morissette, but I think that was at one point in that mix. I mean, pull up, pull up. Uh, but pull, I forget what the pull actual up list Appetite. Is. I'm gonna pull up ten. And we're gonna go song for song real quick. Like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I know I know there was another one in there too. Boston, I think, was another one that was their debut album was right there too. Uh, I forget. What All right, so was. so what does Appetite open up with? Appetite opens up with well, what do you expect? Welcome to the jungle. Pro Jam ten started once. I think Jungle wins that. Yeah. So the battle of the first song is is Jungle. What's your two? Um, sorry, hold on, no. I... Thing just went crazy. Uh, in a <laughs> hold on, 
it's it's so easy. Sorry. Even flow, even flow wins that. Yeah, yeah. You think you think yeah, so easy I mean, wins that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as easy. Ah, uh, well, it's so easy. Yeah, I right, fine. Yeah, no, I yeah, even flow. I think would win that. W- what's three? Um. Huh, my my sorry, my phone just sparked. So so for the record, Greg's using Apple iPhone. I'm using a no. I just was Google looking phone. up something else and then it broke and then I looked up something else and then. So I'm gonna say Pearl Jam starts it alive for three. What do well, you got for so three? So either so it doesn't really matter what I say. Number three is, which I believe is wait. Why is this? What if it's Sweet Child? Sweet Child's fucking phenomenal. Uh, hold on, hold on. God damn it! Why is this broken? Um. Come on. You're keeping our viewers in suspense no, here. Sorry. My thing just broke. Um, come on. Here we go. All right. So, number three is Night Train. I was going to say. Oh, that's Night tough. No. Over Alive? That's tough for me because I love Night Train. Um, I'm going to give that a tie. Really? I'm going to go Alive. Easy. Easy. What's your four? Uh, number four is Out to Get Me. Why Go wins Out to Get Me? Why go? Yeah, out to get me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five is black. I think black wins all the way. Oh, number five is Mr. Brownstone. Oh, black wins all the way. Yeah, I guess. I guess so, yeah. What's six? Well, six for Paradise City is Paradise... I mean, sorry, six for Appetite Destruction is Paradise City. I Against Jeremy. That's tough. Ooh, <laughs> that's tough. Oof. Yikes. I'm going to give a tie. That might be a tie. Yeah, What's your seven? Uh, number seven is My Michelle. My Michelle beats Oceans. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's I easy. That. Uh, Eight. Think about you. Against Porch. Oh, Porch. Easily. Yeah, Porch easily. Easily. What's your nine? Number nine is Sweet Child of Mine. Against Garden, Sweet Child wins. Yeah, Sweet Child wins that one. Ten. Uh, you're crazy. Against Deep. I think that's a throw I think, I, I think I go deep because you're, cra- you're crazy. I think the pair... I think the, um, um, the, uh, I think the, the, the other version is better. The, the, uh, lies version is actually cut better. You're, you're crazy. Well, well yeah. maybe not. I don't how, know. How many, how many tracks is Appetite There's have? 12. This one's half is 11. Yeah, but, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so what's your 11? 11, anything goes, which is kind of garbage. Release one's that. Yeah. What's 12? And number 12 is Rocket Queen, which would have beaten, I think. Uh, what I don't know. Against release? Well, I mean, if you do the if, hidden if, song. If, if, if you got rid of You're Crazy and put release mm, against Rocket Queen, I think yeah, Rocket Queen that, wins. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's I love Rocket Queen. Rocket Queen's, yeah, so, Rocket Queen's so it's great. debatable which is the best first CD of or album. I can't say CD because I think during Appetite's time, there was records at the time still of all time. And and Pearl Jam, I got the I got the cassette before I got the CD. But, 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 as you can see, both these first CD first albums were albums. ridiculous, absolutely money makers, bomb city, life changers like Alive, yeah. fucking Black, Even Flow, Porch. You know, you know, if they put State of Love and Trust in that album as a twelfth song, I think yeah, Pearl Jam might have won yeah. that ten would have won. But I, th- I, or, th- or I I'm gonna give it a tie too. I mean, they could have put footsteps as well. Even footsteps, it would have yeah. been tie. Yeah, because footsteps would have won against whatever the fuck your song you said was. That thing about you, yeah, yeah, garbage. 
But but if it was State Alone Trust, I would have said done sees. State Alone Trust is up, you know, Jen Jen's favorite one of the Jen's favorite Pearl Jam songs, the lovely Jen Sansone is Footsteps. She loves that song. I love Footsteps too. But I think State Alone Trust is a, 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 Yeah. That song always fires me up when they, when mm. Pearl Jam Live plays State Alone Trust, I get so fired up. It's a fun song. Um I mean I don't know. I've seen Pearl Jam fifteen times and fifteen times is a different set list and phenomenal songs and it's a right because the crowd gives to the band and the band gives back to the crowd it's one of those experiences I don't know if you feel it but like when you go to a Pearl Jam right. show it's like the crowd like they get into it and then and then the band in turn gets into it with the crowd you know like it's like an experience like I've you know very few bands have that kind of chemistry with the crowd where like they feed off of it and like if you look at the set list afterwards they'll scratch off songs because like They'll be like, oh, I think this crowd's going to feel this song right now. And, and they'll scratch off, like, say, and I play once. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to put State of Love and Trust instead. And if you look at the like, Eddie will do that because he's like, I'm feeding off the crowd. And I think they're going to do, they're going to like this instead. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. And that's dope. And, and like, whereas I think Foo Fighters and even Chili Peppers, they're going to say, we, we're going to play point A to point D and we're going to do it in this order. And that's that. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I love a band that's gonna be like, we're gonna change this, we're gonna do this, and, we, and even Metallica, they don't do that, and I wish they did because they have the catalog too. Yeah. Every band that I've mentioned in my top five has the catalog to say we're gonna change it up and do this. And I think the only one in my catalog, unfortunately, that does that is is Pearl Jam. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Foo Fighters, but Metallica. I think Foo Fighters used to do that, and I wish they still did because yeah, I mean, Foo Fighters they'll change is, up a song here and there, but they don't change up the whole. Their catalog is ridiculous, like, and I wish they they would do that, you know. And I mean, Metallica does that too. They'll they'll change. They'll up change couple, four songs. They'll couple, change up here, yeah, a few songs. It's four but, songs per yeah, set list. It's not. Yeah. It's not. But like Pearl Jam, you don't know what you're gonna hear, uh, other than Alive and even. Fall I think we talked about earlier. There's, yeah. there's, there's eight there's, songs there's, that they have in rotation. Damn, Pearl Jam will play thirty four songs on a set list. And if if I go to two shows, two shows and eight songs are the same, out of the thirty four songs, I can give two shits because I probably like the eight songs that are gonna play at the same time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like even fly, I like alive, I like black, I like giving a fly. You know, like I like porch. You know, yeah. like me, you know, me and Murph, me and Murph. Because I mean, Murph that, a, you know, that, and that's the thing. It's like if you know, if if you're playing concerts. Um, Multiple nights in the same ven- in the same venue, like you gotta switch it up. I mean, I mean, yeah, and it sucks for band, you know, for bands to not switch it up. Um, you know, especially because you have fans that are gonna go see multiple shows. Um, to not switch it up when you're in the same venue, it's like all right, if you're in a different state, different venue, different city, whatever. Night to night. All right, fine, whatever. It doesn't, you know, fine, you know. Yeah, if people travel around to see you, it sucks for them. But, like, generally speaking, if you're in a different venue, different city, you're going to have a different audience. Um, So, all right, they're not going to have seen it the night before necessarily, you know. But if you're in the same venue, same city, you got to switch it up. You have to. You know, And, and, and for some degree, you know, Bands will do that, just a little bit, but like for Pearl Jam, they don't put the same show on, you know. And and to credit or discredit whoever band you want to, but like other bands are like that, Fish, 
You're not going to see him same show night tonight. Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews is similar to that. Bruce Springsteen's another guy that's oh, very. Always, yeah. He always changes it up every night. But, you know, I, I saw Tom Petty, rest in peace, as he was. But every time I saw Tom Petty, I feel like it was the same show every night. And, you know, as much as I love Tom Petty, it was just kind of like, ah, it's the same show. It's, yeah. it's basically the same show. Maybe he'll switch the song here and there, but not enough that it's it's that different. Um, oh, and, shit. And, and even Metallica's like that. You, you know, but Foo Fighters are like that. We got an announcement to make. It's not crazy. It's twelve seventeen. Oh, is it twelve seventeen? It's twelve oh, seventeen. Oh shit! So what does that mean? It means a little we'll seventeen. Twelve seventeen. Too drunk for this shit.